The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Hey, welcome back to Getting Loser. We're starting a podcast. Yo. Yo, what up? What's up, homies? You know what today is? This is my episode. We're doing music. Yep. The real version of music. Doing music. For real this time. No side jokes, no none. This is music series 101. Not We're a plan. Kind of like what we did with the movies. Like we talked about movies and like the impact movies have on people. That's what we're going to kind of do today. We're going to kind of touch on that today. Uh, we're not going to go super in-depth on that kind of shit because, you know, this is... Movies and music are the kind of topics that you can talk... You can have a hundred different episodes about them talking about something different every time, so... Well, that's def- definitely very true. You know, we're just going to... We're going to give you a little taste and... Yeah, we'll give go our we'll go we'll give our top five. We will have what music have impact to our lives, and little tidbit information here and there. Yeah, sure, whatever he said. <laughs> um, according to Spotify Music, wait, man, you, you have to jump right into it right away. No, I was gonna say something. Jesus, calm down over there. I was in such a rush to hop right in. <laughs> I just wanted to let everybody know that, obviously, since you know it's Christmas next week, uh, we're not going to do an episode, just because, you know, it's Christmas and I got a ton of other shit that I got to do. Because I procrastinate every year and I always wait till the last second to do get my shit done, so yeah. we're going to skip that week. So, you know, don't be losers. Go enjoy it with your family. And if you don't have family to enjoy it with, other fellow got- losers. How many episodes? 26, 27 episodes streaming right now that you can go play through them again and listen again. On Spotify and Apple Music and our website, of course. But, yeah, so no new episode next week. Week after that, we'll be back with another one. And then, uh, yeah, I guess. And then sometime in the new year, first couple weeks or something, we got to... Pretty good episode plan. I'm pretty excited about. So, oh man, he never told me about that yet. Why can't we? We literally talked about it last week. Oh, I think I got hit in the head earlier. All right, let's get into this. I know Drew's wetting his pants over here to talk about this. He's so excited. Hell yeah! Like, like how, like how early in the episodes we told Sean told you guys, he's the movie guy. I'm the music guy. Sometimes we come together when we collab with music ideas. There'd be sometimes like, hey, Drew, let me see your phone real quick. I'm going to uh, play this song for you. I was like, all right, whatever. It was like a weird rap kind of music. It's like, at first, like, this is kind of weird. But we digged it. Like the first time, uh, do you remember that time you tried to give me a Jackie Gleason? Neeson? Jackie Gleason. Jackie Gleason. Yeah, dude, your love keeps lifting me higher. That's yeah. one of the best songs ever written. Yeah, when I heard that song the first time, I was going, I was going to punch him in the face every fucking time. 
Dude, that, that's a banger, man. But after, after I listen to it, it's, it's like that Rick Roll song. Dude, it's such a banger. Yeah, love. Keep lifting me higher than I've ever been lifted before. That's a great song. Yeah, um, I was saying before, according to the popular music streaming service Spotify, there are over 1,300 music genres in the world. That's according to them, but there's over 1,500. Dude, that's a lot of genres. Yeah. They go from all the way from Swedish, um, reggae, rock and roll. Mm. Well, you know, let's stay away from foreign genres of music, preferably. Yeah, foreign genres is not our cup of tea over here. Well, you actually said genres not this time and not genders like you kept saying in the car on the way here. <laughs> yeah, dude, it, you know the word is, you know I can't say words sometimes out here. You're killing me. Our, um, uh, the number one music genre in 2020 was is R&B and hip-hop. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What's your opinion about that? I don't know. I mean... Growing up, I had, like, a certain taste in music, like, you know, I kind of, well, not really, like, a certain taste. I was I was dabbling in a lot of different things, you know. My mom is huge in the country growing up. My dad, he's, like, oldies rock, like, Bob Seger, guys like that. Then my brother, he put me on to guys like Sum 41, Blink-182, Newfound Glory. So, I mean, I've I've had it all, but one of the only... Genres I've never really been able to get into is an R and B, and I don't know why. I'm just, it's just not me. Like, I mean, the music's good. I just, I don't know. I can't get into it. Yeah, I like I like certain R and B songs because they're baby making music. You've never even seen a woman naked. Calm down over that. Oh, oh my god, you roasted me. You never saw a woman naked either. Yeah, I have. All right, but I mean, that makes sense, I guess. You know. 2020 was a wild year. We were all stuck in the house, most of us. So, of course, people were jamming out to some hip-hop, man. Probably rediscovering the oldies. Who's uh, who's your favorite rapper? Oh, we're going to be here all day. Our, your top five fa- favorite rappers. <sighs> you can go groups. If groups, that's concerning. Like, if somebody, like, like if you're a Wu-Tang fan, all the members... Old, 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 dirty bastard, Meth Man. You don't have to say, "Oh, Meth Man is my favorite," but groups. Out anyway. You True. Can... Remember how I told you you over-explain stuff? You're yeah, doing it again. Yeah, yeah. All right, your, your top five. Uh... All right. Well, in no specific order. Uh, Eminem, obviously. You know, that's been my boy since I was a kid. Back when you know I probably shouldn't have been listening to this dude talk about he's going to stick nine-inch nails through his eyelids. But I was bumping it anyways, like it was the greatest song in history. Then, uh, then I'm gonna go a little old. I'm gonna go a little underground and say Hobson, a guy who's, uh, I, f- I feel like he's bigger now. But when I was introduced to him, he wasn't that big yet. So yeah, M Hobson. Uh, this is tough, man, because I don't really listen to a lot of rap music anymore. Uh, you throw Wu Tang on there; they're pretty good. I, I, I fuck with them. Hell yeah, Wu Tang none fuck with. Wu Tang's on my uh, my workout playlist because they get me hyped. Uh, damn, I don't know. That's a good one. That's a tough one. Rappers, 
I don't know, man. There's a lot of good ones out there. I mean, there's there's guys that are like taking over the game right now that I'm just not into, like Drake, some guys like that. I've never really been in them. I mean, I liked Drake when I was in like high school. I liked a couple of the songs he made then, but I think the last album I ever listened to by that dude was like Headlines. That was the last one. That's just because I just kind of grew out of that stage. But uh, honestly, man, I don't even know if I have top five, to be honest. Because, I mean, mostly I listen to just Wu-Tang, M, and, well, we could throw Tupac on there. I bump him sometimes, too. Dude, I was was looking at him, I was like, dude, if you don't mention Tupac, it's like... Yeah, you know what? Throw Biggie on there, too. I ended with Biggie. I, I, I fuck both of them. They're both on my playlists. I just don't... I mean, I don't listen to rap as much as I used to, but if I'm listening to it, it's most likely some of those guys. Actually, you know what? Honorable mention, Tom McDonald. Because I listen, I, I listen to him a lot too. But he's gotten kind of lame lately. What? He's kind of oversaturated now. He's like putting out a new song every week, and it's just not as good as it used to be. But yeah, what's yours? Let me guess. Little Wayne, Little Wayne, Little Wayne, Little Wayne. Whoa, whoa, no, fuck you. Let me. First of all, Ti, because I gotta represent Atlanta. Little Wayne, God. Eminem, uh. Fuck big time no not big timers fuck fuck big timers uh NWA Tupac I I was like I was more of a West Coast uh fan I like the West Coast uh, era I never really got into the East Coast because none of the East Coast people really got my vibes I know uh, NWA is from the East Coast Nas Jay Z I like Jay Z a little bit uh I was never really an East Coast kind of fan. Well, I said Lil Wayne, T.I., Eminem, Tupac. I got to go with my boy, 2 Chain. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got so many. I'm just going to do, do my five because I, I could go on and on. Uh-huh. All right. What's, uh, what's another top genre over there? You got all the me- Oh, yeah. You got all the lists. What's another top genre? Uh, the, top, the other top genre is pop. Yeah? Who's your, who's your favorite pop? I don't even know what's considered pop anymore. Me either. Like, pop when I was growing up was a lot different than pop is now. Like, sorry, my mic went off for a second. Or, I mean, my headphones went off for a second. Uh, Yeah, honestly, I don't even know what they consider pop anymore because, like... Justin Beavers? They got guys like fucking Florida Georgia Line. They consider that country, and that don't sound like fucking country to me. No, that's, um... So, like, I don't even know what... Falls in what genre anymore? Like not to sound old, but I mean I don't I don't know. Like what would you call like, like growing up for us? Would you call like Avril Lavigne? Like would that be pop or is that alternative? Alternative. Yeah. See, I don't even fucking know what pop is anymore. Pop is um, stands for popular music. Yeah, I've just never really been into pop. Uh, like, like eh, me either. Like I had we have, but I don't know any artists in pop. I mean, I'm more of a vibes guy. Like, if somebody pulled on a fucking classical song and I could vibe to it, I'm going to vibe to it regardless of what it is. But I feel like a lot of pop music these days, especially with these young pop stars, I feel like a lot of this music is just fucking oversaturated, man. Like Joe to the Cat. And I feel like it's just not... Don't you ever fucking... Don't you ever... Disrespect Doja Cat ever again. Doja right? Cat's pop. She's a fucking goddess. Yeah, I know, but it's like it's like a girl Halsey. 
Like but, all them girls you listen don't you, to. Don't you fucking say anything about Halsey. I'll kill I, you dude, right I'm now. Not, I'm not saying nothing about Halsey. I'm not, yeah, you better I'm, not. I'm not saying bad. They're pop. That's my fucking bae. That's concerning pop. Well, that's bullshit, okay? Because you know, Halsey's a fucking champion. Is she a rapper? I don't know. Probably not. No, she's a pop. Whatever. She's fucking sexy. She's so. hot. She can pop whatever she wants. Yeah. Halsey, if you hear, if you ever listen to us, we got one love for you. Don't ever say that again. What, one love? Yes. But anyways, like I was trying to say, I feel like a lot of, not just with pop though either, I feel like a, just like, I feel like music in general these days is very oversaturated. And the thing that I've found myself listening to the most lately is like alternative and like pop punk. Because yeah, I feel like yeah. for a while their pop punk kind of died out and now it's finally making its rightful comeback. So now you got like, you got, well, I mean, I hate to bring this up because, you know, I don't want to bring up M and this dude in the same episode, but it's got to happen. You got like fucking guys like MGK. He's fucking pop punk now, you know what I mean? Yo, I like I like, I like pop punk MGK. I like pop punk MGK yeah, too, honestly. Yeah, that like, tickets to my downfall, that album is fucking amazing. Yo, I'll, I would like to thank Eminem for burying him in that rap battle. It well, wasn't really I'm, a bury. It was more like he just slapped. He just slapped him, like dude. You he didn't got, really slap him. He just kind of, you know what I mean. He like put him in his place. He let him know why he's the rap god. Like he, he was like, yo, I'm just, I'm doing this just to let you know that why people don't come for me. But I mean, I'll admit that I hate a lot of those people that are like, oh yeah, you know, M roasted him so bad it made him switch genres. MGK's always dabbled in the pop punk. But now he's just putting out pop punk strict music. But he's always dabbled in it. So it's not like Eminem burned him that bad that he had to change genres. Yo, yo you think his MGK's girlfriend told him to go to pop punk? Who, Megan Fox? Yeah. Fuck her. <laughs> Jeez. That's a whole other conversation I don't want to get into. Yeah, that might be another episode. Slutter gossip in the future. That'll be a segment of chopping cheetah in the morning when we finally get a uh, get that off the ground. <laughs> yeah, chopping cheetah in the morning, but at night. What? But yeah. Anyways, like I was saying, I've I've been listening to a lot of pop punk lately. You know what I mean? Like I'm listening to guys like Point North, uh, as yep. it is. Yep, yep. Guys uh, like that. You know, Jaden, uh, MGK. Pretty much anybody Travis Barker's working with or knows at this point, I'm probably listening to him. Oh, yeah. Travis like, Barker uh, is the god of drumming. One of the gods of like drumming. What are, what are those ones, guys' names? The Girlfriends. I listen to them a lot, too. They're fucking great. Yeah, I remember he's, I remember Sean was trying to get, like, hey, dude, let me, once again, let me see your phone. Go and listen to the song. I was like, I didn't mind the Girlfriends. They got a catchy, catchy tune. I feel like, well, it's cool that, like, a lot of these newer pop punk guys are coming into the scene. While you got, like, the older pop punk, like, the OG pop punk bands are also making a comeback, too, which is oh, sick. Dude. Because, like, we had Blink would come, we had Blink come back, which I'll admit isn't as great without Tom, but, I mean, it's still Blink, so I'm going to listen. Uh, Newfound Glory made a comeback. Some 41 made a comeback there for a little bit. I don't know what happened to them. They kind of fell off again. Uh, same with Good Charlotte. They made a comeback and then kind of fell off again. But I heard one of the dudes, I think it's the one, the older brother, Benji. Is it Benji? Uh, I'm pretty so. sure Benji's the one who's married to Cameron Diaz now. What? Which, if that's the reason you ain't making music no more, homie, I ain't mad at you. Uh, we ain't mad. But yeah, I've been listening to, I listen to, uh, I mean, if you look at my playlist, it's going to go anywhere from Wu-Tang Clan to fucking Taylor Swift to <laughs> deep South Country music. Like Bluegrass? 
Yeah, I mean, I'll listen to fucking anything, dude. If I if I could vibe to it, I'll listen to it. Oh, yeah. But, like I said, I've been listening to a lot more pop punk lately because I feel like, even though there is a lot of bands, pop punk bands that are making their way into the scene now, I feel like pop punk still isn't that oversaturated yet, at least. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I've been messing with a lot lately. And, um, yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to say rock, like rock and roll, rock, late, like a little, little, little bit later on the episode because that is so deep I'm going into. Oh, I could sit here for days, man. Oh, fuck me too. Uh, another top one is Latina music. I like one song ever that I don't understand a single fucking word to it, but I love it so much because it just gets me hyped, dude. Don Zacudro. Oh, that dude. song gets me so hyped, man. Like I told one of my buddies one time, like, yo, these dudes could be sitting here screaming death to America, and I wouldn't give a fuck because that song is so, that song gets me so hyped. Yo, um, like certain Mexican music is like, they get their style from the polka, polka era. You could hear the uh, accordion. At first, when I moved on to Georgia, uh, my sister put on Mexican music. I thought I was like, turn this shit off. I, I don't like this shit. After a while, you get you get as soon as you get to uh, as soon as you get to hang on Mexicans, you hear the music. This music's kind of bumping, and then, then they all like hooting, hollering, and whatnot. Yeah, it's pretty cool that you say that. That like they took like their inspiration from like another genre because that happens a lot too. With uh, like you know, actually, I'll save this for later since <laughs> we're gonna talk about that later. But yeah, anyways, yeah, you know. Like you said, there's a lot of a lot of these genres are built off of taking inspiration from other genres, which is fucking sick. Hell yeah! Because I mean, now, I mean, there's fucking people making up genre a new genre every day, like sub pop underground country or some shit. I'm sure that probably exists somewhere. Um, a next another top one is uh, EDM electric dance music. Dude, I can get down on some Yo, I'll, fu- I'll fuck up a rave, man. Yo, I'll fuck up yo, a rave. Yo, right now we got a rave going on in this room. But yo, man, if we were at a rave, I'd fuck it up, dude. I'm shit, telling you. I'd, I'd be hyped, dude. Shit, I'd be like Terry Crews and White Chicks. I put my man Drew on the Scat Man earlier, the other day, a couple weeks ago, when we have our cousin on. I put him on to the Scat Man. That song gets me hyped, dude. I was in, They had me at work shampooing carpets. I had both my headphones in, and I was listening to the Scat Man, and I was literally just in the hallway just dancing around, dude, just jamming to it. That song be getting me hyped, dude. Or like Heaven by Cascada. Bro, you put that on, you better clear that dance for, son. Because I'm going all out. Something's going to take over me, and I'm not going to be able to control it. Yeah. Me and Sean was joking about going to his, this club in uh, Buffalo called Marcello's. Uh, we're gonna, if we go to Marcello's, we're going to challenge anybody there. I want to be like Stifler from American Wedding. <laughs> um, we're going to just dance off. We're going to have a dance off against two gay dudes. But, just an epic night, dude. But they might beat us. We might I mean, be- I'm sure they'll beat us, but if we hold our own, we'll be accepted. Oh, definitely. Which or, would be uh, sick. Or if we do it in, like the uh, Selena Sling, where she pulls a cord down and the rain oh, comes yeah. Out. Yeah, I, we, we pull some shit like that. It's like we tell the club owners, like, hey, can you get a bucket of water? And give us a stream real quick because we're gonna pull it down. Uh-huh. Yeah, EDM. Uh, I like EDM. I don't know, like like some big names is Deaf Mouse, uh, Steve. What's his it's name? Dead Mouse. Dead Mouse. 
Not death mouse, it's dead mouse. A dead mouse. Marshmallow. Marshmallow. Uh, Stephen Akai. Stephen Akoy. Stephen Akoy. And Sean likes uh, this one band, the Swedish House Mafia. Oh, I fucking love those guys. They're not together anymore. What the fuck? Yeah, their their music video for Don't Worry Child is actually them playing their final show. And it literally brought me to tears, dude, watching the video. I was so sad. Um, how about your boy Avicii? Avicii. Avicii. R.I.P. to him. Rest in peace, big homie. Yeah. That man was putting out banger after banger. Yeah. Wait, Sean, I, I forgot you, you forgot to add, what's the name to your hip-hop list? Who? Juice World. Oh, yeah. Fuck, how can I leave, how can I leave out Juice? I literally just bumped his new album the other day. Yo, that, that, well, that new album, if you guys if you guys don't like listen to Juice World because you don't believe in uh, dead people, whatnot. What the, f- what are you talking I about? Don't know, so, I know some people don't, like, oh, I'm not going to listen to this guy no more he's dead. Like, I've you, literally never heard one single person say that before. Or, or, or whatever. Uh, dude, his, his new album is bumping. Well, I mean, I'll admit the new album's good, but if Not- we're going to be honest, Legends Never Die was oh, a better dude. album. Oh, fuck. Legends Never Die had more bangers on it, I think. Like, it had more singles on it. But the new one's pretty good, too. I mean, it's got some good ones, like Wander to L.A. with Bieber. That one's fucking sick. I like that song. Yo, but- I wander to L.A. That's a good one. Yo, but I, I like how nowadays, like, we could bring music up. Like, because Juice died a few years ago. Now they got the technology. They go in the in the computer. Like I think they got like six, seven computers going on. Uh, they could get they could record re record his voice to sound he's real. He's like actually in the studio again. Yeah. Well, not only that, but a lot of these guys will make so much music that doesn't get released on albums because there's too much of it. Then when they die, they have unreleased music to keep putting out like the, uh, which is good for like their families and shit because then their families continue to get like the royalties off it you know what I mean which like, is good for them um uh, uh, when Tupac died like everyone say oh Tupac's still alive Tupac's died alive. quotations <laughs> yeah he, but he died but um he dropped like three albums after his death because his mom had his music she like had it in the storage or somewhere and just sold it in this I think the best moment when they did a hologram of Tupac. Sorry. You okay over there? Yeah, I ate a lot of food at work today, and I got the itis. <laughs> Exhausted. Uh, yeah, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, Juice World. Juice World, Tupac, how do you got music still? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's cool that, like, one of my favorite things about music is that, like, you can literally bring it up at any, no matter where you are, like at a party, you know, I mean, just hanging out with family. You could bring up music-related stuff and guarantee it's going to spark a conversation with somebody. You know what I mean? And it's, like, so cool to, like, hear everybody's different takes on, like, what music is to them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what kind of music they like. Like, I see this thing on Facebook all the time where it's like, uh, send me your current favorite song so I can learn more, so I can know more about you. Like, I love that shit, dude. I love when people are like, hey, man, I, you know, I mean, I want you to listen to this song because this is what I'm feeling right now. Like they use music to tell you what they're dealing with. Like I, I love that shit, dude. Oh, definitely. Like, like sometimes if if we don't want to talk to no one, we just put our headphones on. Yeah. Is if you if you guys ever like pay attention to the athletes when you're pre warming, they get stuff to motivate them to play the game because they're. Yeah, music. I feel like people don't understand like how powerful music actually is. Like. Yeah, no lie. When if, if there's a good song, 
I'll, I don't care if it's rock, country, whatever. And if, if it hits me hard, I will listen to that song a couple more times. Because the first time, I'm just like, all right. I get like that that chills come through my system. It's like, you know, you know, it's a good, you know, it's a good song when you get in chills. Oh, I love that. I love when I find a new song that like is so good. It sends chills through my body. That's one of my favorite moments. That's why I can't. Because I'm like, I know that that's a song that's going to mean a lot to me for years to come. Like that song's going to mean something. And it's going to be like a part of my life and it's going to mean something to me. Like, um, I, I know, I know you're going to roll your eyes at this uh, comment. I like that song when in 2018 when I got hit by the car that when legends when legends rise by uh, Godsmack. <laughs> yeah, he's looking up to the ceiling right now because he knows. I'll You've talk- literally mentioned this like 40 times on this podcast, <laughs> but because now because I'm getting chilled about it is it's about when legends rise whatnot. Um, there's another one uh, from Fit for a King when none means none or something. I'll, I'll get the I'll get the right turn right uh, title for it. I, f- I do feel something for that song too. Oh, I mean, I got fucking shit, man. Top of my head. Let me just look through my playlist real quick. I guarantee I'll find about a hundred songs right now that mean something to me, that make me feel some shit. Of course, I'm gonna pull up my phone. I'm not gonna find one single one now. Of like, course. Oh God! Here, here we go. Um. I mean, I know there's some. It's just not a lot, like oh, yeah. at the moment. Um, I'll find. Keep talking. I'll find yeah, something. Um, like if Sean knows, I'm like in a depressing mood. Like I listen to Christian music. <laughs> like me being a metalhead, I am. I listen to Christian music, and sometimes the songs uh, just hit me. It's like, all right, if you're having a bad day, just think of the song. Tears come down my eyes and whatnot. Uh, Lame. <laughs> dude, Just kidding. No, dude, you know what was a good moment? Uh, mercy, th- that song, Mercy Me, I can only imagine. That song. That's, that's a good song. If you guys, if you guys, I know me, I'm not, a, I'm not like a strong believer. Sean, are you a strong believer in some shit like that? No, not really. I'm, we're not really strong believers, but that movie we watch. It was a was a, it was a movie my granddad watched. He he uh, I, the movie is based about this uh, the uprising of Mercy Me, uh, and the the song I can only imagine. Um, the certain part, uh, spoiler, a certain part when uh, Dennis Quaid passes away. That shit hit me like a hurricane. Yeah, well, I mean, you got to give him a little context. The the guy, the lead singer of Mercy Me, he grew up in a really bad uh, situation house. His father was an alcoholic, and he used to hit him and shit. And one day he finally left to go chase his dream of being a singer. And then he came back a couple of years later and his dad had like found God and like wanted to make amends with him and, you know, make up for the time that he lost with him. And they started to get close and then his dad died. And then at the time, this guy had like sold his song to another singer so that she could sing it. But then while she was performing it, she decided to bring him on stage instead so that he could sing it the way it meant to be sung and while he was singing it it was like they showed like this moment where like everybody else in the crowd disappeared and all he could see was just his father and he was singing to his dad and it's one of the most emotional things I've ever watched it's fucking beautiful man I'm not gonna lie to you guys it's some beautiful shit oh it definitely is but while Drew was talking I was right I did find a song that means some shit to me that you know that's pretty powerful to me Uh, it's a song called Pray it's by Jaden. Uh, 
obviously. I mean, you could tell from the the fucking the you know the title that it's a it's not a happy song. Basically, it's just like you know, it's like him. It's like him dealing with like his depression and shit, and like you know, one minute he wakes up and he doesn't want to be there anymore. Like he's like, I pray I don't wake up. I pray I die in my sleep. Uh, and then, you know, he gets to a point where, like, he wants to be there. She's like, I pray to God I don't die in my sleep. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that song, like, resonates with me a lot because, you know, I was there. I'm still there. Uh, and, you know, that's one of my biggest takeaways from music is that, like, if I'm sitting there on the verge and I, you know, I mean, like, I don't want to be here anymore. I could, I know that there's certain songs I could turn on that are going to keep me from wanting to do that. You know what I mean? Like, in a weird way. Uh, when I was going through, you know, like my battle with my, uh, with alcohol and shit, in a weird way, there was a song. Well, there was actually two songs. The first song, uh, they're both by the same band, Hollywood Undead. Surprisingly, I know, a Hollywood Undead song that inspired me. But one of them was called Poor Me. And it was basically just him saying, you know, poor me, another drink, uh, you know, because I've got, I've got nowhere else to go. Because when I was at my lowest, you know, I felt like that. Like, I felt like I had nowhere else. I felt like I had no home to go, you know, to go to. So, but I would turn on this song and it would make, in a way, it would like make me not want to drink, strangely enough. Because it would be like, you know, like listening to the song and I'd just be like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want this to be me. So, you know, I mean, it's cool like that. And then there is another one i'm not going to go into it i'm not going to go into lyrics and shit because it's a pretty tough song to listen to but just know it's called bullet so i mean it's not a good song but it helped me through a lot of dark days so it's cool that i mean obviously you guys know i'm super into movies movies is my thing but it's cool that i found that outlet in music too because music is a lot more practical to take with me throughout my day to help me Especially if I'm at work, I'm having a shit day. I can't sound like I can sit there and turn on a movie. So it's cool that, you know, I found an outlet through music to help me get through the shit that I'm going through. You know, that's just, I, that's what I want to say. I don't mean to go on a little rant there, but I just wanted to get that out real quick to you guys. No, it, it is open mic. Because if you hold your feelings in, we don't know what's going to happen to you. If you if you never listen to, uh, is it Bullet? Yeah. If you never listened to Bullet from uh, Hollywood Not Dead, I don't know if you'd be drinking now or we don't know where we'd be at in this podcast. I mean, in all honesty, guys, there's... I mean, I don't want to keep bringing it up constantly because I don't want people to think that I'm trying to use it as like a way to get attention because that's the last thing I want. But, I mean, I could honestly say to you guys that there was a lot of times where if it wasn't for... Finding a good song, man, and just putting that shit on repeat. I don't know if I would have made it through some of my darkest times, man, honestly. And it's not that I didn't have anybody. It was just easier to lean on music than it was to lean on other people. You know what I mean? Like, instead of having to call somebody and tell them, admit to them how I'm feeling, it was easier to just turn on a song and, you know, let the song do the talking for me. So that was pretty cool, but... Yeah, you know, that's... That's all I got to say about that. There we go. Now my fucking headphones. My headphones are acting super weird, and I couldn't tell why. It's my fucking cord is coming unplugged. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, that, that was my little rant. I wanted to go on real quick just to let you guys know about that. Uh, Drew? 
I'll hand it over to you. All right, the uh, next top music genre. That's a weird word. I'm looking at the word genre spelled G-E-N-R-E-S. Yeah, it's genres. Genres. What the fuck? Oh, wait. Actually, I meant to say something. I forgot. I wrote in my notes. I completely forgot to say it. But we're talking about the impact that music has on people. I actually found this out literally earlier today before I came home from work. Uh, that song Logic put out a couple of years ago, the song is just uh, Suicide Helpline. Oh, yeah. That like one? the number. Yeah, that song has helped reduce the amount of suicide since it came out. Uh, a study that was done showed that 9,915 calls were made following the release of that song, and there was evidence of a reduction in the number of suicides in the U.S. What the fuck? So he put out this song, and it literally saved people's lives. Like, that's insane. That's the kind of power that music has over people. Like, they could turn on a song, and it conv- that, that song could be the reason they stick around. Like, it's wild, man. Oh, it's yeah. It's insane. Um, the top genre. Uh, one of the top genres is country. Western, country western. It's not really, I didn't really put western. I just put, never mind. I'm over explaining again. Uh, country. Who's your, let's go with top three. Or top four, top five. I've gone country. Yeah, yeah. Back to my, my roots. roots. I've gone country. country. With my pickup truck. I don't know. Top country artists. That's a good one. Uh, uh, Wait, can I go first? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, my favorite country artist is, is uh, Luke uh, Combs. Somebody, somebody said I look like Luke Combs. Uh, Jason Aldean. Uh, Bentley Gilber. Uh, Florida Georgia Line. Uh, Lone Star. Yeah, Lone Star. Uh... Zach Brown band, and here and like here and there, yeah. Uh, the reason I like Luke Combs because his song, uh, I forgot what song, uh, that song "Beautiful Crazy," where he talk about his talk about his lady, as it gets on. Uh, the other one, when it rains, it pours. Jason Aldean. Here's a funny fact about Jason Aldean. Sean already heard this story. I should have saw Jason Aldean for ten bucks at a county fair back in Virginia. Ten dollars to see Jason Aldean before he got him real famous. I should have saw him. And now look at you, still peddling that stupid ass story all these years later. Ten dollars. Did you name yours already? Yeah. Okay. Luke, Luke Combs, uh, Jason Aldean, Florida Georgia Line, Zach Brown Band, Lone Star, and uh, Luke Bryan. That feels like a hundred. I thought you said five. Dude. That felt like more than five. Yeah, that was five. Mm, okay. I can't count. Uh, all right. Yeah, I'll probably go. Uh, throw Luke Combs in mine, too. He's pretty good. I like that guy. Uh, shit, man. I don't know. That's a good one. That's a real good one. Uh, maybe Rascal Flats, too, just because my mom put me on to them. And we seen them in concert together once. It was sick. Are you, uh, are you talking about the guy that looks like a bird? Yeah. How your mom said it? Yeah. He's a good singer, though. They broke up just recently. I'm kind of upset. They've been around forever. Uh, 
Uh, Brooks and Dunn, those guys are sick. I love those guys. Uh, Montgomery Gentry, those are my favorites for a while until Gentry died, unfortunately. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, hmm, maybe Tim McGraw. We throw Tim McGraw in there. Yeah, I like yeah. a couple of his songs too. Yeah, yeah, too. But as my mom says, Faith Hill ruined him. <laughs> so yeah, that's mine, I guess. You, I'm surprised you don't. Have, I'm surprised you didn't have Alan Jackson because he's an American man. Eh. Or Toby Keith. Eh. <laughs> I don't like guys who flaunt it too much. Who flaunt it that much? Like I feel like that's just kind of. Yo, cringy. Yo, South Park made a uh, joke about uh, Alan Jackson, like the nine eleven one. Like, where were you? I know the stair- the ladder to heaven. Where were you when the stairway to heaven? Oh, you know what? Actual honorable mention: Earl Dibbles Jr. <laughs> honorable mention. I love that guy. Yo, is Earl Dibbles Jr. Uh, a character? Yeah, yeah. The guy. Well, the guy who plays him, they're like kind of the same person. So we'll throw both of them in there as a as a duo. I can't remember the guy's actual name at like, the moment, like but Earl something. No, that's his. That's his character, Earl Dibbles Jr. But his actual name, he's got a really good song. I can't remember what it is now. I gotta find out. It's gonna bother me. Um. All right. Um. Now we're getting back to the top po- top popular generous gen- uh, genres. Genres. Hey, I was saying good until I screwed up on it. K-pop. Granger Smith, that's the guy's name, Granger Smith. He's got a really good song. What song is it? I can't remember. I'll go ahead. What were we saying? Um, the, another one is K-pop. That's getting real popular. If, uh... that's, I found the song, Sarah. <laughs> I'm going to listen to that when we get to the car. I love that song. What is it, K-pop? K-pop. Oh, man. You know who I've just recently started listening to? BTR? BTR. And those B- guys are fucking great, man. Yeah, I got to tell you, those guys, they put out some bangers, man. Yo, Butter? You hear Butter? No. I've heard, uh, first thing I listened to was Dynamite, which was super good. And then I heard them on a track with Coldplay, My Universe, which was also really fucking good. Oh, he mentioned Coldplay. Yeah, most overrated band in the world. They got like three good songs. <laughs> Yeah, don't let him kidding. He, he he bumps Coldplay. Yeah, literally the same three songs every time. <laughs> Yo, um, yeah, my niece she she really likes BTR. Yeah, it's the only ones I've gotten into is, uh, those guys. I know that there's like a girl one, right? Yeah, like four mem- four girls. They were at the Macy's Day Parade. Yeah. You ever notice the guys from BTR kind of look like women? I thought one of them was a woman for a second, honestly. <laughs> the only thing I don't like about that Dynamite song is, like, the first verse, dude talks about how he wakes up in the morning and drinks a glass of milk. Like, what the oh, fuck? Not... Who just wakes up in the morning and drinks a glass of plain or, white milk? Or if you think about it, they're, uh... That's fucking weird. They're Korean to English. Sometimes it's not, like, accurate. No, in the music video, he literally has a cup of milk in his hand. What the fuck? Yeah, like, plain-ass milk. It's fucking weird. Yeah, they got some butter. You know, it's another, uh, I don't know if he's K-pop, the guy that sings uh, Apple, Pineapple, Pen, Pen, Apple, Pineapple. You fucked that whole song up. All right. How how you say it, then? I don't fucking know. I haven't listened to him forever. It's uh, like, I have a pen. I have an apple. Ah, uh, apple pen. I have pineapple. I have pen. Ah, uh, pineapple pen. 
Yeah, you know who's another good K-pop? Uh, Psy. That guy was a one-hit wonder. Dude, still. He made that one song and then literally disappeared. Well, Gundam style? I'm pretty sure his country murdered him. Probably. If, 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 we... if that didn't happen, I apologize for assuming. Yeah, you remember William Hahn from uh, American Idol? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, he didn't win the show, but he won hearts of a million fans. Or thousands or millions. Because he sang that song, She Bang. She Bang, She Bang. La, 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 la. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, K-pop, once again, it's like, K-pop is, is pretty much um, popular. It's like the popular music. Like, how we had problems trying to figure out who was in the popular section. K-pop... It's just the Korean version. They they go out in these concerts too. They go. Their costumes are phenomenal. Their uh, the songs are probably weird. Yeah, sorry, I'm trying to talk to them real quick. Uh, the next popular genre, classical music. Oh, like some Beethoven? Beethoven, Mozart. Mozart. Mozart, Andrew Lloyd Lover. Andrew Lloyd Lover. Hey, did I tell you that they're making another reboot of Phantom of the Opera? Did I tell you about that? I forgot. No, wait. Like, like a movie movie or, or a play? A musical. Ooh. I forgot to tell you. Yeah, I like I'll, I like the Phantom of the Opera. That's a good one, dude. I don't care what nobody says. His, his version's good, dude. The Phantom of the Opera is dead. Remember yeah. we had that mixtape and for literally no reason it had Phantom of the Opera music on there? <laughs> yeah. Like it would go from like a rap song to a Phantom of the Opera song. No, because that... It was so fucking weird. Who, who was that main girl in that movie? There was a... Uh, Chick from uh, Shameless? Shameless, yeah. What the fuck's her name? Emily something? Emily, yeah. Emily something. I don't know. Oh, we don't She's know. hot, though. She... I would take her to a nice seafood dinner. <laughs> seafood, I would take. And her. I would call her again, after. After I walked her to her door, and gave her a nice gentle kiss on the cheek goodbye. Yeah. Because I'm a gentleman. <clears throat> all right, all right. All right, let's skip the classical. I don't know shit about that. Uh, yeah, let's go to yeah. someone else. All right, that's. What's and now? Next? The best, uh, the best genre for me, is rock and roll slash metal. There's, yeah. there's like over forty genres, no subgenres of rock and roll. There's like fifteen or so of metal. Yep, yep. That's like holy shit. I was waiting for this to get to the rock and roll because I yeah, got this. Uh, um, before before I let Sean uh take the realms of rock and roll, no uh, Chuck Berry invented rock and roll. Yeah, you're fucking right, he did. Hell yeah. Fucking love Chuck Berry, man. Johnny Be Good, one of the best songs ever written. And then featured in one of the best movies ever. What movie is that? Back to the Future. Part one, two? Part one. The first one. Yeah, that's the movie that, that's the song that Marty McFly plays when his parent, when he's trying to get his parents to kiss, to dance. And then he's like, he's like, Chuck, it's your cousin, Marvin, Marvin Berry. You know that new sound you're looking for? Well, listen to this. 
I love how they always try to make it seem like like uh, Marty McFly wrote Chuck Berry. I did. But it was actually Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry. <laughs> I mean, who wrote Johnny Be Good, but it was actually Chuck Berry. It was hilarious. But yeah, uh, for those of you who did not know this, the 1950s was the start of the rock and roll music revolution. In fact, during this decade, rock and roll was inspired by music from the 40s, specifically during the swing era in the fifth. Uh, in the 50s, Elvis Presley, the king of rock and roll, was one of the pioneers of this music revolution. During his decade, Elvis dropped some of the most iconic hits, such as Hound Dog, All Shook Up, and Heartbreak Hotel. Artists like Little Richard, Ray Charles, and Chuck Berry were also leaders in this new genre. And as music grew in popularity, there was more interest in the industry, which led to the first ever annual Grammy Awards in 1958. So the rock and roll movement is what started the Grammy Awards. Rock and roll never dies. And rock and roll has never died since. It's still going strong. You rock might have been like in the closet real quick, but we came out of that motherfucker strong. Oh, yeah. I love me some rock and roll, uh, man. We were, we were listening to uh, rock and roll on the way up. That ain't fucking real rock and roll. Yeah, Don't ever discuss rock and roll again. Metal. We listen to metal. That ain't fu- if you can't understand what they're fucking saying, that ain't rock and roll. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Rock and roll is like, you know, people like Seeger, man. You're talking classic rock and roll. Whatever, dude. It's all the same fucking thing. Yeah. It's not that shit you're listening to. Dude, that shit is amazing. You can't understand a fucking word they're saying. Dude, that's amazing. No, it's terrible. It yep. rots people's brains. It don't rot people's brains. We, we all, all rock concerts, everyone comes together as a family. And we make friends there. We make lifetime memories there. We might get punched in the face. But at the end, it's all good and all love. One love again. Uh-huh. Yeah, man, rock and roll is uh, rock and roll is big, man. Rock and roll, I'd have to say, in my opinion, is one of the biggest. It's got to be one of the biggest fucking, like, uh, you know, like one of the biggest revolutions in music is rock and roll, I feel like. Man, there's like so many genres. There's so many artists. Um, there's southern rock. Southern rock is like almost like country. It's like badass country. Mm-hmm. Like Leonard Skinner. Yeah, man. Man, if I ever go to Alabama, Free Bird. If I ever go to Alabama, I'm playing Sweet Home Alabama. Yo, Free Bird. That's a ten minute song, but it's a pretty amazing. Like, he only sings, like, four minutes and... You know what's cool about, like, those old rock songs, too? They always have the fucking sickest... Riffs. Sickest riffs, dude. Mm-hmm. And their guitar solos are fu- will melt your brain, dude. They'll melt your brain and then rebuild your brain as a better brain. That's how good it is. Yeah, what do you think's one of the best guitar solos ever? Like, Ooh. ever. That you could think of right now. Ooh, that, uh, that's a tough one. Um, I, I'm gonna have to go with uh, either uh, Leonard Skinner, Freebird... Or uh, Carlos Satana. The one in Freebird is fucking amazing. Freebird's like, I, I bet the least singers probably go in the back, do like a line of coke, and come back. Oh, out. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Carlos Santana's got fucking, almost every song he's in, he's got a sick guitar solo. You know what one of my favorite guitar solos by Carlos Santana ever is, though? From that song he did with Chad Kroger, Into the Night. 
I was fucking obsessed with that song for the longest time because of his guitar solo on that song. It's so good, dude. Yeah. Yeah, um, I had probably had to say Slash and Sweet Child of Mine. Oh, yeah, that's a fucking great one. That's like, that's like pinnacle right there, man. It's like, that's like ones that like other people try to live up to, is that one. Like, that one shouldn't even count on normal list because it's just so good. Oh, and that, Slash is just a god. Yeah, he's a fucking. He's one of the guys that'll never be forgotten for fucking hundred years. He'll still be talking about that guy. Yeah, you hear about that rumor there's like been like three slashes? What? <laughs> You hear that rumor there's been like three slashes in the past? Really? <laughs> yeah, supposedly. Uh, conspiracy theory? Yeah. Kind of like how Avril Lavigne died and she was replaced? Yeah. By a lookalike? Yo, Sean, we should we should definitely do that. Conspiracy, uh, conspiracy theory. Musical on... conspiracy theories? Yeah. Oh, there's tons. Oh, there's dude. tons. Dude, we could definitely do. But that might be in the future. Yeah, man. But see, like how we talked earlier about it, music, you could break down. Like we could do a topic on rock and roll. The whole episode. We could do Topic on Country. We could do Topic on uh, a foreign music that you get hyped to, you don't listen to. Yeah, man. But yeah, um, rock and roll. Rock and roll is, like, if you go in my car, you're going to be listening to rock and roll slash metal. Sometimes I might be listening to hip-hop, but most of the time it's going to be, like, this alternative emo, especially emo music for sure. Yeah. Remember that one time I tried to play Bob Seger in her car and he yelled at me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll never fucking let you forget that ever. Remember that time, uh, remember that time I got you in that, uh, 21 Pilots? Um, no, you didn't. <laughs> There's a couple bands I got you into. Nope. Yeah. Uh, how about, uh, what my bad? How about, uh, like one day we were we were driving one day and uh, I was playing a day to remember. I see him jamming out to the day to remember. He's like, "What the fuck?" I turned, I turned and looked at him. He's like, "What the fuck?" What are we talking about right now? Nineteen fifties? We still in the nineteen fifties? Dude, nah. What are we in? We're just general rock conversation. Oh well, I just wanted to bring up something that happened right. near the end of the fifties. All right, fifty nine. One of the biggest moments in music history. Well, not maybe not one of the biggest, but it's. It's definitely one that gets talked about a lot. The day the music died. Oh, no. If you don't know what that is, what that's referring to, the day the music died was referring to a plane crash where Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and Big Bobber were killed. And years later, Don McLean wrote a song called American Pie about that song, about the day. Because when that happened, they everybody started claiming that, that that was the day the music died. And that's what Don McLean wrote a song about. Fun fact, Don McLean was a 13-year-old paper boy at the time of the accident. And he found out when he arrived to get his bundle of newspapers for delivery. So I just wanted to plug that little music moment are, right there. Are you talking about that Bye 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 Miss American Pie? Yeah. The, where he's like, the day, he's like, and they all cried the day the music died. That's what he's talking about. The, yep. A funny fact, when my dad was drunk, when he played that song, they going, bye, bye, bad American, bye. Yeah, your dad plays a lot of songs when he's drunk, so. <laughs> Yo, he, like, every time I'm in the car with him, he's always listening to, uh, 97 Rock. Mm-hmm. All right, man, what else you got to go over there? Come on. Man, there's so much, uh. Well, if you're not going to, if you, we're just going to sit here and keep talking about genres, because. No, 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 that's. That's all the genres. Cause all right, well, let's, let's hop into what I got then. 
All right. Talking about what music or what eras is known for what kind of music. Like what music was popular in these eras. All right. Uh, we already talked about rock and roll movement in the 50s. So we'll go back a decade to the 1940s when it was all about the jazz and the blues. Yeah. Hell yeah. They were also known as part of the swing era. Swing jazz was a genre of music that started the swing dance craze. So, you know, you back then you had guys like Frank Sinatra, Bing Cosby, Crosby, Ella Fitzgerald, or just some of the most iconic singers that represented the times. The 40s is also the decade when some of the most classic holiday songs came out, including White Christmas by Bing Crosby and The Christmas Song by Nat King Cole. That's pretty sick. And then, uh, you know, obviously 1950s rock and roll movement. And then the 1960s, the early 1960s, folk music was a significant influence led by artists like Bob Dylan, John Bays, and the group Peter, Paul, and Mary. And then, in 1964, a well-known little band that you all know burst onto the scene. And they were called the Beatles. The Beatles. The Beatles. Dude, the Beatles were. They went from so many genre, so many subgenres. They went from the psychedelic rock to a bunch of dudes who were just reading suits on stage. Yeah, the Beatles exploded into the international scene, uh, and they were led, led the British invasion bands like the Rolling Stones, the Animals, the Dave Clark Five. Uh, and then eventually folk hits incorporated elements of rock music to create a subgenre. Folk rock, hard rock, and psychedelic music, which we covered a little bit of in our psychedelics episode. Uh, I mean, oof. The 1960s had some of the biggest names in music, man. Oh, they, man. they had so many good ones doing it. Uh, artists such as The Temptations, The Supremes, Marvin Gaye, Otis Redding, Aretha Franklin, Wilson Pickett were just some of the pioneers in creating this new sound with many of their hit songs. 1960s, too, was big. Like, a lot of their music back then, they was a lot of music when they would use their outlet to fight back against racial injustice, which is what made their music so big, because back then, there was no short of racial injustice. Uh, you also had, yeah, protest music. Was, that's when protest music was created. And it's cre- created by bands like the Mamas and the Papas, along <laughs> with many other inf- influential artists. These songs these songs shed some light on opinions and hatred towards the, the war in Vietnam. And at the same time, African-American rhythm and blues music exploded into popularity during the 60s through record labels like Motown and Stax, with, you know, led by those artists that I talked about. And then go on to the 1970s when it gets a little, you know, we turn it up a little bit. This is when this year, this decade brought on more music genres than ever before with the rise of funk, soul, R&B, pop, hard rock, soft rock, and disco. Not to mention also the early stages of hip hop were being formed during this time. Artists like Led Zeppelin, The Eagles, David Bowie, Stevie Wonder, and Elton John were just some of the most 
some of the iconic stars of the decades. The 70s was also a time where music became more accessible and affordable to fans due to popularity of vinyl records, and soon enough, everyone owned a record player. Artists were also able to add more than four songs per album because of this technology. Like, before this, they couldn't they couldn't add more than four songs in one album. Can you imagine that? Like, we got albums now that drop, like, fucking 30 tracks, dude. 30 tracks, 40 And tracks. back then, they, can only, they couldn't add more than four. What the fuck? That's, like, that's insane, dude. Like, that, that just tells you how much it's grown. Ah, uh, here, here you go, Drew. This one's... This is all about you, big dog. Hell yeah. The 1980s. Hair metal. Music started to be expressed visually through music videos and the rise of MTV. Genres like hip-hop, new wave, and metal slowly rose in popularity. Artists like Madonna, known as the queen of pop. Uncle Jackson, known as the king of pop. Prince, Cyndi Lauper, Janet Jackson, and my fucking girl Whitney Houston were some of the most influential artists of the unfor- of this unforgettable music decade. I mean, when you talk about like music decades, man, the 80s is pretty big. The 80s has made a pretty big impact in the music genre, like in the music game. Like the 80s is like a huge decade for music. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, definitely for sure. And then, uh, you know, the year, the decade, the fucking legend was born. Your boy right here. The 1990s. The early 1990s had a very grunge vibe. Seattle. This is when we were, you know, treated to the grunge music era. Artists like Nirvana broke the mold of the existing genres. Kurt Cobain did not kill himself, by the way. Nirvana's songs didn't fit into a specific genre. Their music was a combination of alternative rock, classic rock, and hair metal. Uh, girl bands like the like the Spice Girls, the Dixie Chicks, and the Indigo Girls encouraged women empowerment and was reflected in 90s music. Other female artists like Sarah McLaughlin in the arms of an angel, uh, Alanis Morissette, and Sheryl Crow topped the, uh, chop, topped the charts during this time and continued to push the interest in female music. Hip-hop and rap became more mainstream with iconic rappers like Tupac, the Notorious B.I.G., and Ice-T, giving the genre more clout. Ice-T headlined the first ever Lollapalooza music festival held in 1991. Oh, how crazy that a big festival like that was born the same year that I was born. Coincidence? I think not. I think not, Mr. Trebet. And then, which leads us to, you know, the early 2000s. Uh, in the early 2000s, the rise of the internet brought up music sharing. This was the birth of iTunes, Napster, and YouTube. And my favorite, motherfucking LimeWire. Where you download a song and then you get a computer virus for free. Hell Those yeah. were the best. Uh, the 2000s was there of boy bands like the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. Old Town. Drew's 90, favorites. 98 Degrees. I used to catch Drew jamming out to Backstreet Boys in his underwear in his room. Hell yeah, I'll do it with again. With lipstick on. Uh, pretending he was kissing them. Uh, they also came along with teen pop superstars like our fucking queen, Britney. By the way, congratulations on the freedom, Britney. You Not fucking great, deserve great it. Congratulations on the freedom. 
Uh, Christina Aguilera, R&B had new sound with artists like Beyonce, Usher, Alicia Keys, and Rihanna, creating temporary R&B, contemporary R&B. Singers like Taylor Swift, Carrie Underwood, Keith Urban, and Tim McGraw helped country music become more mainstream. Rappers like Kanye West, Jay-Z, and J. Cole began topping the charts and competing with many of the other A-list artists. Honestly, dude, if you, like, sat here and told me to name you a song that came out in the early 2000s, I don't think I could even name one, honestly. (laughs) Like, that's that's how, like, little I fucking remember. And then, you know, we'll end it off now with the 2010s to what music's like today. In the 2010s, pop performers like Lady Gaga, Bruno Mars, Ed Sheeran, Adele, Pink, Shawn Mendes, Maroon 5, and many more iconic artists made sick music. And yes, it literally does say sick music. Uh, rappers like Kendrick Lamar, Drake, Nicki Minaj, Travis Scott, Migos, Post Malone, Cardi B, and Big Sean were all responsible for hip-hop and rap's rise in popularity. EDM also became more mainstream with music icons like Britney Spears and Kanye West incorporating it into their new albums. This paved the way for DJs like David Guetta, Skrillex, Major Lazer, Avicii, The Chainsmokers, Calvin Harris, and Zed to create some hype music. But, you know, I just wanted to give you guys a little rundown of, like, you know, what music was most popular and what decades and how, you know, this music came out that many fucking years ago and we're still bumping that shit today like it's brand new. Oh, fuck yeah. But anyways, you know, I just... I'm sure Drew's got something else he wants to say to you guys, but... I just wanted to end it off with this, that, uh, you know, music is timeless. uh, And it has dramatically shifted throughout the decades as it continues to give us new sounds and new favorites. But the music that defines each decade is different, and our culture wouldn't be the same without each and every piece of music developed throughout history. With the start of the 2020s, we have the power to decide what music defines this decade and many more to come. So, you know, let's make this next decade a good one, I think. Yes, let's make it a good one. Let's make this decade the decade of comebacks. How about that? Hell yeah, the comebacks. Like the comeback kids. Yeah, baby. That's what I wanted. That's my little piece of info that I wanted to give you guys. I just wanted to give you a little rundown of, you know, what names, what music was the biggest when, and, you know, who were some of the biggest names that put that kind of music on the market. You know, just give you guys a little taste. But like Drew said at the beginning of this episode, I mean, we could literally do a hundred different episodes just about music, different topics of music. Concert vibes. So, I mean, we wanted to just give you guys a little bit of a rundown, you know, and just go through, you know, give you a little taste of like what music means to us, you know, where music's at now, where it's been throughout the years, just shit like that. I mean, if you guys would like to hear us talk about music conspiracies, you know, let us know. I mean, I'm sure it's an episode we can, we can draw up. And then, uh, you know, we can go from there. I mean, I'm down. You would just have to know that if that was an episode we were going to do, we wouldn't be able to do every conspiracy because I'm sure there's fucking hundreds. Oh, hundreds. So we'd probably just have to go through and pick what we think are the best ones. Like, I mean, I would love to explore the Avril Lavigne one because I think that one's fucking hilarious. There's also a couple other good ones, too, I can't think of. Well, you could talk about, like, 
you know, how people think Biggie and Tupac are alive because they are. Just wow. saying. Something like that. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's all I got to say, I guess. All right. I'm going to end it with a, I'm gonna end it with a quote. When uh, when I hear music, I, f- I fear no damage. I am invincible. I see no foes. I am retained to earlier times and to the last. All right, losers. Appreciate you for taking this ride with us. Yeah, yeah, and we'll yeah. see you on the other side. Other side.